Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of our Blimey Cast. This episode is the episode number 19, and in this one I'm going to tell you two techniques that raise your score in the IELTS speaking test. Those techniques allow you not only to have an advanced vocabulary, but instead to have an advanced command of any vocabulary you might have. But before that, let's just see some pod stats, some statistics from my podcast host. And here's the thing. There are so many countries listening to the podcast. It's very, very nice to see this. So my top countries would be Brazil, Canada, Ireland, the United Kingdom, the United States, Iran, Kyrgyzstan, Italy, India, Belarus, Germany, Russia, Israel, Mexico, Somalia, Portugal and Uzbekistan. Some more stats just about the top five countries listening. Let's see, in Brazil, people from 13 different states are listening to the podcast, which is quite cool, isn't it? In Canada, we've got people from one, two, three, four, five different provinces. Ontario, British Columbia, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Alberta. So let's see the other one here. Uh, in the United Kingdom, I've got people from England and Scotland. In the US, no, Ireland first. Ireland, I've got people in Dublin and in, what was the other one? Tramore. Tramore in Munster. Is that it? Munster? I think so. So, in the United States, I've got people from Oregon and Illinois. So, what I wanted to tell you is that wherever you are in this world, I welcome you to the Blimey Cast in the warmest possible spirit. And another statistic that I found quite interesting is the top 10 episodes that people most listen to. So the first one is the episode number one, how to use idioms in the IELTS speaking test, the perfect ones. The second most listened episode is the speaking practice. So that is a series of episodes that I make in which you can have the chance to practice your speaking abilities. Then we've got another one, Talking to an IELTS Black Belt, which is an episode that I made with one of my students that got CLB 10 in the IELTS speaking test. Another one is how not to study for IELTS, eight things you might be doing wrong. Another speaking practice, then we've got score better in the IELTS speaking test using eight jiu-jitsu principles. The, the other one is British or American English in the IELTS speaking test. This one I made with a colleague, Soraya Carino. She's also an IELTS teacher, and we talked about differences between British and American English and how to use them in your test. Then we've got Reading to Speak, which is another series of Blimey English. It's another series in which I talk to you about how you can use reading activities to improve your speaking abilities. Right. Then we've got, you only need five words to pass the IELTS test. In this one, I give you five advanced words and you will know why you only need five words to pass the speaking test. Then, 
Finally, we've got how not to sound repetitive in the IELTS speaking test. So if you haven't listened to any of them, so that's your chance to listen to some of them and learn and augment your knowledge regarding the speaking test and what you can do to get the scores you want. So without further ado, let's start this one. You are listening to Blind Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile. A strong vocabulary is practically the dream of many students preparing for the IELTS speaking test. And this is indeed something that, if accomplished, can help you get higher marks in your test. But better than a large vocabulary is the effective command of it. Having an enlarged vocabulary without the skills to use it is like driving a Lamborghini using just first and second gear. It's underwhelming. Underwhelming is another way to say disappointing, right? One, one criteria that your examiner is analyzing and evaluating and assessing during your speech is lexical resource and accuracy. This is basically your vocabulary, right? A correct use of advanced vocabulary and language structures is relevant, but everyone is looking for that. Everyone is trying to do that during the test. Everyone is trying to have an advanced vocabulary instead of an advanced command of whatever vocabulary you might have. If you want to learn how to build more advanced sentences, even without using advanced words, to learn how to be advanced in your foundation. I absolutely recommend you to stop whatever you're doing right now and watch this video because I'm going to teach you two techniques that raise your score in the IELTS speaking test right now. Imagine this scenario. You are at the very first part of the test, at the beginning of it, and your examiner asks you what type of music do you like. You know that if you use high-level vocabulary here, you will need to maintain that, so your examiner doesn't think you were just being exaggerated with language. So you could be wondering if there's another way to answer, building a more complex answer without exaggerating with the words you use. In fact, there is. And this other way is what I called qualifying things. This is something that you can train and learn how to do. You will need to use your noodles. Use your noodle is an idiom, an expression we use to say, use your intelligence, think, use your brains. Before we start, let me simply say the reason I'm teaching you this, right? I'm going to tell you why I'm teaching you this. The thing is that building a vocabulary, a strong one, is something that takes time. And if you, instead of focusing your studies on advanced words, focus on having an advanced command of the language, your whole life will be easier. I will repeat that for you in other words. Focus on developing advanced command of the language. 
instead of learning just advanced words, right? That's the, it's that old story of teach a man how to fish and he will never be hungry. So if you just learn advanced words but are not able to use them properly, your efforts would be worthless then. Let me illustrate this to you in another way. I don't know if you like, but I do like playing video games from, from time to time, right? The quality of what we've got these days is spectacular. And I'm not talking about the video quality. I'm talking about meaningfulness, right? Meaningfulness is the quality of having meaning, importance, purpose. There are games that reflect everything we need to deal with in life. And one of these, one of them, is the sequel, Dark Souls. In this game, your character is seeking to improve abilities and experience to become better and defeat stronger enemies. During the game, you can find refined and more powerful weapons, but you don't always have the skills needed to use them. Or if you do, you will not get the best out of it. I'm telling you that to say that as the advanced weapons in the game, if you find and collect advanced words but are not able to use them yet, you will not get the best out of them. That's the thing. That's why in order to really show and demonstrate skill with advanced words to your examiner, you first need to have an advanced command of the language. That's the right way to study. Otherwise, you will be practicing what I call the English of hope. You start this tiring journey of finding advanced words, studying only grammar books, looking for a gazillion of questions from the test and hope you get one of them on the day of your exam, right? A gazillion, just for you to know, is a large number of something. That's the truth, but in fact, you're just flogging a dead horse because that's not helpful to you. To flog a dead horse is an idiom that means to do something useless, right? To do something that has no effect. So you better start doing it the right way, using strategy. And today I will show you one strategy. Now, this strategy is what I call qualifying things. I will give you some examples of how you can qualify verbs and nouns. Let's start with that question back there. Remember? Imagine that your examiner asks you what types of music you like, okay? And you want to say that you like good ones. But as you know, good is not a good word for IELTS, right? As I said in the other video about repetitiveness. Then, if you are one of those who are just looking for advanced words, you will try to say something like this. I really appreciate music of great quality. I enjoy listening to excellent music. I like to listen to superb music. You see, sometimes complexity is not the best course of action. I'm going to teach you how to say instead things like, I'm really into well-composed music such as, for my taste in music, artists from the 90s are just perfect. 
I'm definitely an eclectic person, so lots of genres suit me. See what happened there? It even looks more natural, doesn't it? That's because, again, sometimes you want to sound complex, but all you do is to put your foot in your mouth. If you put your foot in your mouth, that means that means that you say something wrong or something embarrassing, right? I told you, I told you that we can qualify verbs and nouns, remember? Let's start with the nouns first. Example one. This new method was important for the whole sector. That is the first example. You want to say that something is important, right? In this case, the new method. But you want to say it showing advanced command of the language. Then, instead of just looking for advanced words, you follow this rule. You turn the adjective you want to make advanced into a noun, and then you give an attribute to it, like this. Turn the adjective into a noun. Important to importance. Give an attribute to it essential. Then the sentence would be, this new method was of essential importance for the whole sector. Example two, the presidential trip will be great. You want to say that the trip would be great, but you want to make it advanced. Then remember to apply the rule. Turn the adjective you want to make advanced into a noun and then you give an attribute to it. This time, I'll just apply it first for you to notice, then I will explain, like this. The presidential trip will be of unique greatness. See? See what I did? I took the adjective great and turned it into a noun, greatness. Then, I chose one other attribute to qualify it. In that case, I chose the attribute unique. Example three, the new laptop is efficient. You want to say that the laptop is quite good, but you don't want to say it in a basic way. Then remember the rule. Turn the adjective you want to make advanced into a noun, and then you give another attribute to it, like this. The new laptop is of remarkable efficiency. I took the adjective efficient and turned it into a noun, efficiency. Then I picked some other attribute to qualify it. In that case, the attribute remarkable. Example four. The book they recommended was simple. You want to say that the book is not that difficult, but in a better way, right? Then remember the rule. You turn the adjective you want to make advanced into a noun, and then you give an attribute to it, another attribute, like this. The book they recommended was of noticeable simplicity. See? I took the adjective simple and turned it into a noun, simplicity. Then I used another attribute to qualify it, in that case, noticeable. Be present to the fact that I'm not using here advanced words or high elaborate ones, but 
I'm building a more complex and solid structure to say. With time, as your command of the language goes improving and improving, you will be able to use both advanced words and this structure, like this. In the first case, instead of saying, this new method was important for the whole sector, I can use the technique, that rule, and also combine it with advanced words, if I've got enough vocabulary to do so, like this. This new method was of pivotal importance for the whole sector. I will repeat that for you. This new method was of pivotal importance for the whole sector. In the, in the second case, for example, instead of saying, the presidential trip will be great, I can use the technique, the rule, combined with advanced words, if I'm able to do so, like this. The presidential trip will be of inimitable greatness. I will repeat that for you. The presidential trip will be of inimitable greatness. In the third case, again, instead of saying the new laptop is efficient, the new laptop is efficient, I can again combine the technique and advanced words if I'm able to do so, like this. The new laptop is of astonishing efficiency. I will repeat that for you. The new laptop is of astonishing efficiency. And in the fourth case, again, instead of saying, the book they recommended was simple, I can, another time, using the technique and combine it with advanced words if I'm able to do so, like this. The book they recommended was of conspicuous simplicity. I will repeat that for you. The book they recommended was of conspicuous simplicity. Now, let's see some examples of how to qualify verbs. Example one, she presented her point of view well. You want to say that she presented her opinion, but not using such a basic structure, such a basic sentence, right? Then, when it comes to qualifying verbs, there is a slight difference. You remove the adjective if you have one, choose another attribute to qualify the verb and turn it into an adverb, like this. You remove the adjective if you have one, in this case, well. Then you choose another attribute to qualify. In this case, let's use beautiful and you turn it into an adverb, beautifully. Then we have, she beautifully presented her point of view, repeating, she beautifully presented her point of view. I took off the adjective well, then I chose another attribute to qualify the verb, beautiful, and turn it into an adverb, beautifully. Example two, he refuses to go to the hospital. You want to say that he doesn't want to go to the hospital, right? But with a higher command of the language, then, Remember the rule. You remove the adjective, if you have one in the sentence, choose another attribute to qualify the verb and turn it into an adverb, like this. He positively refuses to go to the hospital. Repeating for you. He positively refuses to go to the hospital. 
here, I didn't take off any adjective because there wasn't one. I've only chosen one attribute to qualify the verb, in that case, positively. Example three, they were running to get there in time. You want to say that they were running, but again, not just like this, right? Then remember the rule. You remove the adjective if you have one, choose another attribute to qualify the verb and turn it into an adverb like this. They were rapidly running to get there in time. I will repeat that for you. They were rapidly running to get there in time. Again, in this case, I simply added an adverb, rapidly, okay? Example four, they stood for all the orders. You want to say that they were there, they were sticking up for the orders, but not like that. Then remember the rule. You remove the adjective if you have one, choose another attribute to qualify the verb and turn it into an adverb, like this. They bravely stood for all the others. I'll repeat that for you. They bravely stood for all the others. In this case, I also just added an adverb, bravely. And here too, with time, you will be able to use both advanced words and this technique, this rule, like this. In the first case, instead of saying, she presented her point of view well, I can use then the technique and the rule, combining advanced words if you are able to do so, right? Like this, she ravishingly presented her point of view. I will repeat that for you. She ravishingly presented her point of view. In the second case, instead of saying, he refuses to go to the hospital, I can use the technique and combine the technique with advanced words if I'm able to do so, like this. He adamantly refuses to go to the hospital. I will repeat that for you. He adamantly refuses to go to the hospital. Then, in the third case, instead of saying they were running to get there in time, then I can say, I can, then I can combine the technique with the advanced words or expressions, if I'm able to do so, like this. They were hastily running to get there in time. I will repeat that for you. They were hastily running to get there in time. In the fourth case, then, instead of saying, they stood for all the others, I can once more combine this rule, this technique, with advanced words and expressions if I'm able to do so, like this. They courageously stood for all the others. Repeating for you, they courageously stood for all the others. Before we finish, I'm going to tell you the meaning of the advanced words used in this class. So you can have um, a thorough, a complete understanding of it all, right? Let's see them. Pivotal. Pivotal means central and important. If something is pivotal, it means that this thing is central and important, is the point on which things focus. And I'm going to give you one example of this one. 
the parliamentarian was a pivotal piece in the negotiation. Repeating that for you. The parliamentarian was a pivotal piece in the negotiation. The second advanced word is inimitable. It means of very high quality and therefore impossible to copy. If something is inimitable, it means that it cannot be copied. It cannot be done a second time. I give you one example of this advanced word. Stephen King has an inimitable style of writing. Repeating. Stephen King has an inimitable style of writing. The third advanced word is astonishing. Astonishing means extremely surprising or impressive. If something is astonishing, it means that it's rendering surprising feelings above expectation. And I can give you an example on this one as well. Adam Neville has such an astonishing style that is considered for some people as the British answer to Stephen King. Repeating that, Adam Neville has such an astonishing style that is considered for some people as the British answer of Stephen King. The next advanced word is conspicuous. Conspicuous means very noticeable or attracting attention. If something or someone is conspicuous, it means that that person or the thing is attracting attention and being noticed easily. I will give you one example. They all had black hair. When I entered the room with my shaven head, it was conspicuous. I will repeat that for you. They all had black hair. So when I entered the room with my shaven head, it was conspicuous. <laughs> the next advanced word is ravishingly. Ravishingly is the adverbial form of ravishing. It means very beautiful or pleasant. If someone is ravishing, it's gorgeous, marvelous. I'll give you one example of this one. She was a ravishing sight in her wedding dress. Repeating that for you. She was a ravishing sight in her wedding dress. The next advanced word is adamantly. Adamantly is the adverbial form of adamant. Adamant means impossible to persuade or unwilling to change an opinion or decision. If someone is adamant about something, you probably will not be able to change their minds. I will give you one example on this one. He was adamant about traveling last weekend, even though he was not feeling well. Repeating. He was adamant about traveling last weekend, even though he was not feeling well. The next advanced word is hastily. Hastily is the adverbial form of hasty. Hasty means to do something in a hurry, something without the necessary care or thought. If someone does something in a hasty way, this means that they are not considering everything before doing it. And I will give you one example of this one. He warned against making hasty decisions. Repeating for you. He warned against making hasty decisions. And finally, the last advanced word, courageously. This is the adverbial form of courageous. Courageous is an advanced word for brave. 
If someone is courageous, they show courage. I will give you one example of this one. It was courageous of her to challenge the director's decision. Repeating, it was courageous of her to challenge the director's decision. All right, that's it for today. I hope you practice this rule so you can increasingly become an advanced user of the language and finally master your IELTS speaking test. If you liked this content, then please consider following me, following Blimey English on Instagram and Facebook for more content like this. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel or even listen to the Blimey cast, which is available on Spotify and the iTunes podcast. This is time for me to go now and I see you in the next videos. Cheers! You've listened to Blimey cast. For more content, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English.